Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Sustainable E-Commerce Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build your brand for a healthier planet. Once again, I'm your host, Giles Smith, and in last week's show, we briefly touched on ways to improve your carbon footprint, as well as save costs outside of things in your direct product supply chain. This week, I'm chatting with Kate Limbach-Clark, Senior Brand Marketing Manager at Felix Mobile, Australia's first carbon neutral telco. Aside from the fresh approach Felix are bringing to sustainability in the telco space, they also have a really interesting approach to active transparency, specifically a strong focus on how the customer can have an ongoing impact through using their service. In a world where so many brands fear to promote the great work they're doing, it's really truly encouraging to see something like a telco building brand as a direct result of the impact they're having. So with that, let's start the show. Kate Limbach-Clark, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. I'm super excited to be chatting with you today because I feel like this is a really interesting kind of change of pace from the normal people I get to chat to. So I'm thrilled that you've joined me. Um, So for everyone's benefit, let's get started by introducing yourself and obviously tell us a little bit about Felix Mobile. Fantastic. Well, first of all, thank you for for having me. I'm also very excited to to share a little bit more about what Felix is up to and um, and what we've been doing in the in the telco market. So I'm Kate. Uh, I work as the senior brand marketing manager uh, for Felix Mobile. And we um, are fast approaching two years in the market and we are Australia's first carbon neutral and powered by 100% renewable electricity telco. Um, And we also plant a tree a month for every every active customer. That's that's the that's the intro to myself and, and who I work for. I really should have organized a canned applause type of thing to drop in here with the whole you know, carbon neutral thing being the first telco. So congratulations on that. I want to zero in a little bit more on this notion of renewable energy and, of course, your focus on carbon neutrality. Now, is that focused on your own internal operations or does it cover your customers' use of the network as well? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Um, So I guess the simplest way to explain it is that we buy renewable electricity in Australia um, to cover the power used in providing our service. And we also invest in um, ca- uh, certified carbon offset projects um, to offset all of our other em- uh, emissions. So they're more of the business-based emissions. Um, and then all of that, so both our renewable electricity and our carbon offsets are certified through uh, the Climate Active Initiative which is a, a partnership between the Australian government and businesses. So that's that's the kind of very um, easy explanation of how we do it and how we can claim it, basically. Yeah. And for us, you know, that's that's where we've started, and we definitely feel like there's more that we can do and more opportunities that that are out there uh, for our business um, and the way that we, I guess, also help um, customers come along in that journey with us 
And that's really part of what we're going to be focusing on. We're only two years, two years in the market, so there's mm. much, much more that we feel like we can do. But to explain, hopefully that's explained it um, well enough and clearly enough um, around renewables and how we can claim, I guess, to be powered by renewable electricity yeah. and how we can claim to be carbon neutral. Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you for thank you for clarifying all that and sort of explaining how that all fits together. I think that's really important, sort of part of the context. So one thing that I think is interesting, and I think that probably most people don't think about when they pick up their mobile phone to make a call, is is the carbon footprint around their mobile phone use. So do you have any do you have any insights? Can you share any data with us about what that really, what our actual impact is when we're, you know, because I mean, I, for example, I have a, I, I obviously have a, a mobile plan that I use for my business. I'm calling customers all day long. Um, you know, like I don't have any handle, honestly, on what that means in terms of my impact, uh, you know, in, well, in the business use or even my, even my private use. So can you share some thoughts around that for us? Like, I guess that's really part of one of the, the big insights too that um, inspired us as a team and as a business um, to to investigate and to develop uh, a business that was different, that was focusing on a great service for customers. Obviously, when it comes down to it, that's what we're giving. Um, we're giving people, you know, a, a mobile phone plan, a service, but we also recognise that that there are impacts to the planet from all aspects, but mainly the biggest um, insight that we used and continue to sort of focus on is that like the data centres and the the mobile towers that support our phones, so how how we power our phones basically, um, they emit something like close to a million tonnes of um, CO2 um, each year. Collectively, in your on your on your network, you mean, or is this, or is that Australia wide? Australian wide, so it's not just us, not just our network. It's it's the 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 wider um, networks. And so, to give sort of context to that, for people to understand how much that might be, that's about the same amount of carbon that might be emitted in a year as um, over three hundred thousand passenger cars. I think it's close to three hundred eighty thousand passenger cars on the roads each year. So. You know, that's a, a lot to be emitted and a lot for us to sort of focus on. And mm. that's part of the insight um, into why we really wanted our service and the plan that we were providing and what we were giving uh, the options to customers to help mitigate that or help to help reduce the impact of that. Because obviously uh, this is, you know, for, for everything. But for our business, we really wanted to start tackling some of those um some of those insights and areas of, of things that we could actually yeah. um, impact. Now, obviously, there's also the thing around, well, the phone and the um, the actual emissions that are created from, you know, the phone being made, and we can't necessarily directly impact that, but what we can impact is what we're focusing on and yeah. what, I mean, what, what we have. So um, we're very, very proud of that, and um, we're excited, as I said, to it's just a starting point for us. We really yeah. want to bed down and continue in that sort of area of tackling how do we improve what we're doing for the climate? How do we we kind of reverse some of the, not mistakes, but, um, you know, problems that we may or may not have caused indirectly? Yeah. Um, and every little bit, I think, really counts. A lot of people talk about that, that it can be small little changes, you know, different businesses you you 
um, support and, you know, we're hopeful that cu customers and other businesses can see that there is a, a different way to do things and being focused on the planet, um, you can balance that well with still um, really giving customers an amazing product. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of, I kind of feel like I, I, I need to get my geek on for a moment here because I just there's, there's something you said that I thought was interesting. Obviously, we're looking at, you know, the, the Australian scale, you know, the power generate needed to, to um, pump the signals through. I guess those towers, right? Does that, does that include? Does that cover both? kind of like traditional telephony, you know, voice calls, as well as data downloads when we're streaming stuff over our mobile phones, when we're sending emails, all that stuff. But does, it, is that, does that incorporate both things? Well, I think the the insight definitely looks at the, the emissions that are created from the data centres and the mobile towers. Yep. So in that respect, yes, it, it is about... Um, the the total emission of the data centers and mobile towers being close to a million tons of co2 a year to go into the detail around how you buy purchase carbon credits as well you have to um, uh, focus on how many customers might be using your product um, and your service and so we have to try to uh, align that with how many people we think are going to be using the service and how many carbon credits or offsets we purchase um, so for us, it's more of the the wider insight. Uh, we don't go down into the detail of splitting it up by yeah. um, how how much data is one one person individual consuming. It's more about the the overarching um, insight and um, impact of a million tons of CO two. So, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So collectively, it's a lot. Is the summary? Collectively, it is a lot, and collectively, um, you know, when we want to make an impact, even though like changing a phone provider or, or you know, supporting businesses that really focus on these things is is just as important. If the business, you know, has a real focus, I think, to tackle some of these challenges and really focus on improving, um, improving the existing sort of emissions or what we've done to, to sort of be harmful towards the planet, that's, that's to me, that says something. And, um, you know, as I said before, we're, we're a very, very proud team that we've mm. been able to achieve that. I mean, for a telco and for a topic that people might not think it matters, there is, it does, you know. Um, yeah. We're on our phones every day. We're using our phones every day. If the product that you're using can actually be a positive impact to the planet, um, I think that that's something that if I wasn't already working on the business, I'd be, yeah. um, I'd be very proud to support. I think that's exactly right. I mean, mm -hmm. I think most of us are, you know, certainly I think everyone listens to, to this channel is going to be on the same page here around looking yeah. at ways that we can reduce our, our footprint on the world. And and so, you know, this is just another thing that we can look at, which is, which is, which is awesome. So let's tip the conversation around a little bit and let's talk about what you guys do as a sustainably oriented brand, sustainably oriented business, what you guys, what you guys do to attract the right type of customers and what sort of customers are they? Are they, you know, have you seen much shift over the last couple of years from being, you know, perhaps eco warriors to being mainstream? Has it changed? What are you doing that's working? Yeah, all the, all the really interesting stuff. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think your customer base ever is stagnant. And I think as a, as a, as a great brand and a good, good marketer or marketing team you're always looking at that and adjusting that depending on what the market's asking for and what feedback you're getting um, we have a really really successful 
um, customer care team as well that, um, you know, based here in Australia, they're on the pulse of what our customers are loving about what we're doing. And we, we really use that feedback as well um, into what we do and how we position the brand um, across the market. So for us, it's always been very much uh, we have three core values and we really want to bring those values forward in what we do, being radically simple, doing the right thing and being good to the planet. So there are three core values. Um, as a team, you know, we're, we're very small, um, much, much smaller than any of the other telcos, I would say, out there. And But we work really hard to focus on those values and make sure that we're um, staying true to them. Uh, when it comes to attracting customers, we definitely did a lot of research in the beginning and really that brought to life um, some of the things I touched on earlier where customers expect better of businesses, particularly if they're new into the market. They, they expect a lot from existing businesses to start changing and to start really focusing on the health of the planet. But they also, they also really expect that new businesses should be uh, really doing the right thing from the get-go. And that's what we listened to and that's what we really tried to build into when we developed the brand. So attracting customers, we... We like to think that we are definitely available for anyone and everyone. We're definitely not just focusing on a smaller subset of customers. And I think your examples of, you know, like eco warriors or the everyday person, we would like to think that we are offering something for both, like both of those um, groups of people. So for those that just want something simple, that's no fuss, that's very easy to understand, you know what you're going to pay every month um, and you just want to kind of set and forget, you know, we, we've built a plan that's, you know, one simple plan. Um, you don't, we take all the guesswork out of it for you. There's no, there's nothing um, hidden. It's very, uh, it's digitally led. Um, it's a really simple product. And then for those that are really actually focused on doing better, choosing sustainable options, um, uh, you know, if it if it's from their insurances, from their banking, um, all the way down to, you know, the products that they're using in the home for cleaning, we're also positioning ourselves there where we're saying we are doing everything we can to give you the simplicity of, of this, this foam plan product, but we also want to make sure that we're um, giving back to the to the planet that we're focusing on what matters to you as a customer um, and that we're doing we're going above and beyond where we can so we are not just doing the baseline you know green items we are also really focused on as a business how can we become even more sustainable what more can we do um, and that's the exciting part i think that really appeals to lots of different customers yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, just re referring back to or refreshing my memory of the first conversation you, you and I had oh, a good few weeks ago now, when we first connected, we, we were talking around, you know, that messaging and the, and the duality of, you know, needing to show how you solve the customer's problem first, because that buys you the right to then talk about the other things. And, and I think what you just demonstrated is that Felix Mobile's focus is definitely on 
on the problem that the customer has, which is really complex mobile phone plans and knowing how much they're going to spend, not so much on providing a phone service, because that's kind of like the stand, that's the obvious thing, but yeah. it's the, it's the, it's the problem of, oh my God, I don't know what this is going to cost me. I don't understand how I'm going to get billed. I don't understand when mm-hmm. it's going to come out, you know, all those things. So that's the, that's the problem that you're solving. And then you're just kind of like making it really compelling by wrapping all of that up in a nice green, um, you know, environmentally conscious way. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that, that's our biggest hurdle for any business really is how do you balance those two things? How do you get that right? And, and how do you do it without compromising one or the other? And we feel like we have really been able to develop something and build a business that doesn't compromise. It doesn't compromise on what the customer expects and wants and it doesn't compromise on being a business that is sustainable, that is focused on doing the right thing by the planet um, or just being a little bit better. I think I think it's great. I mean, we talk about that, that critical duality as a real core facet of the purpose marketing playbook that we built here at Sustainable Ecom, you know, the, this notion of solve the customer's problem first, make sure that you show that you actually understand what their issue is, show how, you know, your product solves their life problem, whatever it might be, and then then you get the right to talk about the sustainability part. And, you know, for some businesses, that might be one of the same things, but for most businesses, it isn't. And you've got to do one very carefully before the other. And in that process, hero the customer for, for you know, making the right choice. So I'm interested in that notion. Obviously, one of the core tenets of, of, you know, your business model is going to be, um, you know, I'm imagining it costs you a fair bit more to acquire a customer than than they will pay you in the first month of subscriptions. So obviously, customer retention is massive. How do you roll in all this sustainability stuff that you're doing? How do you roll in that and then treat the customer as the hero in the ongoing? How do you how do you keep them coming back and staying with your plans? I honestly think it's about a little bit around uh, our one of our first values about being, and a lot of businesses do talk about this now, but being radically simple and allowing very clear lines of communication. Once the customer is in and on Felix, um, we like to celebrate and share all of the little things that we're doing, um, whether that be um, an improvement to to the service that they're on. You know, we the, the product and experience lead, she uh, recently developed and, and launched uh, a product called eSIM, and for those that don't really know what that is, it allows you to uh, connect onto Felix Mobile without actually having to get the physical SIM delivered. So you can actually just connect on your phone and it's so quick and so um, streamlined. Um, like So sh- sharing and being um, transparent with what we're doing and why we're doing it, um, I think that's one thing. Uh, I think customers really respect when you're really um, transparent and clear around what you're business is doing and why it's doing it and then I think the other piece to retain our customers is around the um the third pillar within our sort of be good for the planet which is what we do with one tree planted so customers absolutely love that each month they get to see within the app that they're that we've planted a tree on their behalf um, and they get to see that count go up and up and up the longer that they're with us Um, and then also we um, invest and, and we plant extra trees depending on, you know, if there's an event or a campaign that we're running or 
just because sometimes. And we also share that with the, with our Felix community through the app and on our website. So they get to see their impact without having to do to do much for it, basically, um, which I really think is something that has set us apart and also what we do constantly get feedback around that customers that's what they love and that's why they do stay with us it makes the hair stand up on my arm at you talking about that Kate honestly it does because you are literally exhibiting you're demonstrating one of the principles of our purpose marketing playbook which is active transparency and one pillar within active transparency is you know, because just transparency is a sort of big word and it can get, it gets a bit fuzzy. But what we're specifically talking about is, is firstly showing how using your service makes it easy for the customer to do good because all they need to do is use you and suddenly there's trees getting planted on their behalf, which is awesome. And, and you know, that, that active updating that they can see in their app you know, after a year, great, I've planted 12 trees. I never do anything. That's awesome. We love that stuff. And then, of course, all the extra things that you're doing as well, which actually show that the brand's values continue to be aligned with, you know, the mission and what the customer believes in as well. So I love everything you just said. Like, that's, that's so exciting. And congratulations for figuring all that stuff out because I think, you know, clearly you're getting great feedback on it, right? Yeah, look, um, we, we have an incredible team. Um, as I said earlier, we there's not many of us in the team um, and everyone works um, really hard on on bringing all of that to the forefront and making sure that we're everywhere we can living and breathing that and um, uh, I feel incredibly lucky to be part of the the Felix team and have been on the journey um, since we launched so it's it is very um, rewarding to get we've got really good app ratings and we've got really great levels of customer feedback um you know we're constant you know when even when people aren't 100 happy with something um by the time we've finished helping them work through that issue or resolve that issue they're happy again they're you know and that's a big thing is also just supporting them through you know if there's a problem if there's an, an outage if there's something that's happened with their payment for the month simple little things like that where they can have an immediate connection with someone within the felix team have it resolved, have it worked through. But then, as you said, the, the biggest um, element that customers love about us is that they they can contribute and they can be doing better without really having to do much themselves. You know, just by being on the plan, we're promising you that we, you know, we're certified carbon neutral, we're powering the service that you're on by renewable electricity, and that tree is going to get planted every month for you whether it's a project that's here in Australia or a project that's located overseas. And we give we give all the updates around that. So our um, so social media manager and CRM manager make sure that all of that is communicated monthly with all the customers where, where we've planted, um, what is the next project we'll be supporting, and we get customers involved in that too. So it's really rewarding and we have seen some really great feedback from from the customers that we have so far. You keep dropping this little word in there, which I love. I'm a passionate uh, a supporter of customer service as, a, as an important element of sales, right? So, and, I, and I'm always lecturing uh, my clients about this. I feel like I'm, I soapbox a bit about it. So <laughs> apologies for anyone that's heard this story before. But <laughs> tell us, have you outsourced your, um, your customer service team? Or are you is that in here in Australia? No, the customer 
care team is part of the Felix mobile team. So so why have you done that? Because it's expensive. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, but it's also it was also imperative to, um, you know, when when the original team that started focusing on what needed to, what we needed to do to set ourselves apart, that was that's around that pillar of do the right thing. So we want customers to be able to have that instant um, connection to the to Felix. So um, I think that the team calls you know customer service at your fingertips. It is in app and it is um, in app chat, but the the team is here physically in Australia. Um, the majority of them are uh, Sydney based, and they're either you know in the office chatting to our customers or they're working from home, depending on on. <laughs> what the the current um, recommendations are of course but mm. they're here and they're available so they're they're online from eight till eight every day and you know they really do a phenomenal job at um, supporting all of the issues that come their way but also sharing the the great things that Felix is doing like I, I really do um, see so much value in what they've can, like contributed to like growing the customer base and also keeping the customer base that we have you know we've got really loyal customers now and I think a lot of that has to do with um, the service that we're providing through the customer care team yeah I've absolutely no doubt that's the case uh, no mm. doubt whatsoever I mean if you look at all the other telcos I'm sure we've all spent hours on the phone trying to resolve very relatively simple problems I know it, it frustrates the living daylights out of me to have to spend an hour on the phone to somebody to sort something out that should just be instant. Um, mm. You know, so uh, customer service, you know, obviously the more complex the service, the more important it is that you have an incredibly well-trained, knowledgeable team of service people mm. to look after your customers. And e-commerce, um, you know, for, for this audience is, is a little bit different in that generally it's a bit simpler. But mm -hmm. the common thing is to is to not focus on customer service. Is to just go, okay, well, our level of customer service is if you don't like it, we'll give you a refund, and you know you can send your thing back. But that misses out a huge opportunity to not only build an enormously engaged fan base and a loyal customer base, you know, because if there's an issue with something, as you probably experienced yourself, if you can turn someone around from somebody that's angry and frustrated because they've got a problem, which is always the case immediately, if something goes wrong with my phone, I'm angry about it. Uh, if somebody can turn me around and help me to solve that, suddenly I love them. And and that that immediate turnaround is a very, very powerful way of building actually super engaged audience. But it's also a great way of providing a human to human interaction that builds that relationship as well. So I love what you guys do with customer service. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I just wanted to highlight that because too many people in, in, in the um, e-commerce world because it is a very distant kind of relationship, you know, it's a very, everything's through the internet, forget about customer service and forget about the importance of looking after your customers. Really that, that comes down to advocacy as well. Like really want amazing um, advocates for what you're doing and why you're doing it. And you're not going to get that if you don't put the time and energy into getting that, that element of their their experience right so if they do have a problem or even if they just want to reach out for to confirm something we might not be offering a, a, a literal phone call but a customer that has the the Felix app on their phone can be chatting to a customer care team member within seconds mm. um, and that's how quick they are at at making sure they're on top of on top of it um 
and they yeah they really pride themselves in also really understanding all of the product elements and the service elements of what they're um, supporting the customer through but also all of the you know the sustainability elements um, that make Felix different so they don't they're not just there as a you know I've got a problem help me fix it they're also all very much as invested as the rest of the team in what it means to be doing something for the planet being sustainable um, and also being a business that that wants to um, you know w- wants to do better so mm. we're, we're very very lucky the, the the customer care team is pretty incredible and of course you know those people like you say they do turn into advocates they do they do they do turn into people that will promote your brand and tell people about this wonderful new service word of mouth marketing is so so important in our space um so i love that so but how else do you what what are the key what are the key ways that you acquire customers and 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 how do you go about doing that um i think we've we've tried a few different things as we've been growing uh as i said we're only not even two years old yet in regards to acquisition it's it's a, a pretty clear media mix obviously we spend spend quite a bit of time and energy in all of our digital plant um, channels where a mobile service people are on their phones so they're expecting that they're going to see and hear about us through certain platforms or certain um, media channels um, that would show up on their phone um, we also really focus on we're really starting to focus on more partnership side of things as well of how we can reach new customers and really engage a different um, uh, different I guess set subset of customers as well um, we we really want to start um, that conversation around how other businesses can can support and do more with with um, being you know either carbon neutral or focusing maybe on becoming b corp certified um, so that's sort of something that we we haven't done a lot of yet but we're definitely um, going to be focusing on in regards to, to acquisition and mm. Also, with more you know traditional ways of acquiring customers, um, we always look for suppliers or um, for advertising agency teams that can help us find methods that are also aligned with our business. So um, there's a few different larger organisations now that are also offsetting some of their advertising, um, and we really love. Uh, seeking out those sort of partnerships as well with advertising um, agencies and platforms that are also aligned with our core value of being better for the planet because there is those those ac- traditional acquisition channels that you know buses or ra- railway or things like that that you know they're also big carbon emitters mm. um, and we really love that some of those businesses too are, are focused on offsetting their um, their advertising so we we really seek that out as well i know we're coming to end of our time uh, together yeah. kate which which is a bit sad but what's next for felix like you've been in the in the market two years you've done a whole bunch of stuff it's been cool you've got some customers what's next what's the next two years look like <laughs> yeah look I, I think for us it's really um it's really continuing to focus on uh how do we how to as a business how do we balance that purpose and profit um and that's something that you know can can be scary because obviously we are selling something we are you know we are a business so we want to remain um profitable and we want to remain in the market we want to be 
you know, a, a good, honest choice for customers. Um, but we also want to be a brand that continues to to do things differently and to be in front of some of the other competitors when it comes to, you know, sustainability efforts. So whether that is becoming a B Corp, um, what's next? What's what's beyond um, being carbon neutral? Is there something more that we can do in that space? Um, can we make another commitment there and work really hard towards net zero? So how do people join up with you? Where do people go? What do they need to do? So it's incredibly simple. And that's another thing that we get a lot of feedback on is um, the switching process. So um, it is you either go to felixmobile.com.au, our website, um, or you can go into one of the app stores because it is an app-based purchase journey. So you download the app, the Felix Mobile app, and then you make your purchase through the app. Um, and the options are you either get a physical SIM sent to you, so you pop the SIM card in your phone and then activate once that arrives, or you can also now use eSIM, which means it, the switching process is done you know, within, within minutes um, because you don't have to wait for the physical SIM to arrive in the post. So if so if you're on a if you're on a prepaid if you're on a prepaid you could switch, you could switch today in minutes because all you have to do yeah is is transfer and we do all of that for you so um, if anyone's concerned or um, thinking that maybe the actual switching process is you know intensive it's not um, we contact your existing provider we get your number brought across um, it's all done in the background but there's nothing that you actually have to do to to bring your number across to Felix if that's what you want to do. Um, so if you're locked into a contract, obviously you it's probably more beneficial for you to wait until you're out of the contract and you can switch across. But, um, yeah, by all means you can also, if you just want to get out of the, the existing plan that you're on, speak to your provider and, and sort of exit out of it and then switch across. Yeah, I love that. And I love the fact you've made the process, as you say, radically simple because one of the things that's, you know, a bit daunting about changing providers is is the sort of juggle around the phone number uh, and the, you know, the downtime associated with all that as well. So, you know, for someone that is running a business, it, um, you know, even if even if they were to join you, you know, on the, on, a, on a personal plan and, and expense it through the business, whatever, uh, you know, nobody can afford to be have no phone <laughs> these days. It's not possible. So no, no, no. And it's, you know, the process is um, incredibly simple. Um, but it's also great value, like $35 um, for unlimited data uh, every month. So there's no there's no overage, there's no bill shock. It's You pay the $35, you get unlimited data, and you get that it speeds up to uh, 20 megabits per second. So it's like enough to stream and uh, watch videos and just for people if they're not aware of what that little bit means. Yeah. Um, it's like you can do everything you would normally do every day, all day long on your phone and not have any, not have any worries. Yeah. So awesome. Well, Kate, it's been lovely chatting with you. Thanks so much for sharing all those terrific insights about the business and thank you and congratulations for running such a tremendous service. I know that we, I know that everybody is going to be keen to, uh, explore further what that means for them and, and, um, you know, and for their impact going forward. Yeah, I, I um, appreciate your time and, and having me on. And um, obviously, it's not just me. There's a whole team behind what we do, and they all do such an incredible job. And um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for giving me the time to share a little bit about Felix and how we're approaching things. 
back to Giles again for my top takeouts. Now, most of us probably don't think too much about the carbon impact of our mobile phone use. But of course, everything that needs power potentially has a carbon footprint. A million tonnes of CO2 are emitted every year just in Australia to support our mobile phone use. Being certified carbon neutral makes Felix a great choice if, if you're moving your activities towards net zero as well. Now, from a branding point of view, I was really excited to hear how important Kate thinks it is to have an ongoing program of customer updates related to impact. Obviously, Felix Mobile is a service business, not a D2C brand. So retention is vitally, vitally important. But newsflash, customer retention and repeat business is critically important for your e-commerce brand too. Figuring out how to make each customer's impact transparent and regularly sharing the good news about what you've achieved together as a community is a really important mechanism for cementing your brand and building customer loyalty. So I hope you enjoyed my chat with Kate. Make sure you check out Felix Mobile and bookmark them for when you're next ready to reevaluate your mobile phone provider. I'll be back next week with more stories from the world of sustainable e-commerce. So until then, keep building your brand for a healthier planet.